Hello, I'm Curtis Powers, and this is Agenda Weekly. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. I hope you've had a good week. And uh, today we're going to have Trevor Loudon on, and I know you're familiar with him. We're going to talk about the world communist revolution, the movement over the last hundred years, kind of where it came from, where it's going, all the different influences in America that are working for the communist revolution, and then also get into finally, as it goes into the church, and uh, his new movie, Enemies Within the Church, talking about a lot of the things going on to try to take down the evangelical church in America. But anyway, thank you so much. Those that are subscribers, thank you for supporting what we do. We appreciate it greatly, and uh, we're thankful for you. So welcome, Trevor Loudon. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Hey, it's great to, great to be on, Kurt. It's great to see you, sir. Good. Well, we appreciate you. We wanted to have you on today to talk a little bit in starting out about the world communist revolution, kind of give a little history of one, how communism didn't start in 1917. It started before that in the Communist International, but just come up through uh, the beginning stages up to the 1960s. Well, the, the world communist revolution is unfolding as we speak. And, and, and thankfully, people are waking up to this. But uh, uh, the World Communist Revolution didn't start in 1917. You know, if you look at the real roots of this, you know, we are given three institutions to govern our lives. We're given the church, we're given the family, we're given civil government. And when those things work in harmony, we, d we tend to prosper. We tend to live in free, prosperous societies and people are, you know, uh, people have good lives. Well, everything we see around us is designed to overthrow these three institutions. It's designed to overthrow the church. It's designed to undermine the family and designed to undermine and overthrow civil government. We're seeing all of those things under attack now. Now, that, 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 has been, that program has been in place for, about, for hundreds of years. The, the first real communist revolution was, was the French Revolution of the 1780s. That's when the atheist Jacobins and the, uh, the um, Grand Orient Lodges overthrew the French monarchy and tried to abolish the family, tried to um, destroy the church once and for all, tried to just completely take over civil government and make civil government everything. Well, that failed. But then they had another attempt in 1848 in Germany with, with uh, the followers of Karl Marx, who's often regarded as the father of communism, but really he was just one of the more advanced theoreticians. These ideas have been around for hundreds and hundreds of years. But he amped it up. Then Lenin, that, that revolution failed too, but a whole bunch of those communists from Germany went to the United States. And they started up, they took over cities like Milwaukee and Chicago, and they set up socialist governments. Then they set up the Communist Party USA. Um, then we had the big Bolshevik revolution of 1917. And that was when the communists finally got a country under their control. And they used resources of that country, financed by a lot of people in the West, by the way, a lot of people in America and Europe, um, to, to spread that communist doctrine all around the world. Eventually, they took communist China, which gave them another huge base. 
and they took most of Eastern Europe, a lot of Africa, a lot of Asia. And the big mistake a lot of people made is that when the Soviet Union went into a retreat in the 1990s, a retreat, not a defeat, not a collapse, a retreat, a strategic retreat, a lot of people thought communism is gone, communism is dead, communism is all over, we don't have to worry about it anymore. That's like saying we don't have to worry about crime anymore because one mafia gang got taken down. You know, it's communism, the urge to that, basically that overthrow of God's given institutions has been around since the beginning of time. And, and what communism did was make it, it gave it a scientific veneer. It got it organised. Lenin was a brilliant strategist. He taught people how to implement these, these horrible satanic ideas in a logical, scientific way. But because the Soviet Union retreated, didn't mean that communism stopped. It's like saying, you know, I, I compare communism to a cancer in your body, like, like liberalism is stage one cancer. Uh, progressivism is stage two cancer. Socialism is stage three cancer. Communism is stage four cancer. And it will eat everything in you until it kills you. And that will kill itself, but it kills you in the process. Well, you know, if you, if you compare the Soviet Union to a big, you know, the Communist Party of the Soviet Union to a gigantic tumour on, on humanity, so you cut out, you have a, a cancer in your body, you cut out a tumour, and then you stop all treatment for 30 years, do nothing. What is your body going to look like? It's going to metastasize all through you. Now we have communism in the churches. The universities are all controlled by communists. Most of our media is controlled by communists. The Democratic Party and elements of the Republican Party are controlled by communists. Hollywood is controlled by communists. Big tech, Black Lives Matter, the environmental movement, the LGBTQ movement, all of these are communist movements. And now we have Russia and China working together with the Islamists via Iran to basically take Europe, to take um, the Asia-Pacific region. Communist governments have just taken power in Chile, in Peru, in um, Honduras, um, several countries in Latin America. Um, communism's on the move in Africa. Um, most of Europe's socialist and is about to be swallowed by Russia if we don't stand up. And I regard Russia as still very much part of the international communist movement. So, so communism has never been stronger. And we look at the chaos in our society. They look at, we look at the indoctrination in our schools. We look at the radical pro policies out of the Biden administration. We look at um, the strange things happening in the churches. We look at the chaos in the international front. And we see these as separate things. No, they are unified. This is a movement that's been going for, for 2,000 years or more. It's coming to its head. And either we wake up and push it back or it will overwhelm us in the very, very near future. We're hanging on by a thread right now. So anybody who tells you there's no communism in America is like a fish telling you there's no water in the sea. You know, we're, we're swimming in it. Yeah, no, Absolutely that's... Absolutely swimming in it.
No, that, that's the, the great magic trick they pulled off in 89 and 91 is the Berlin Wall coming down, the Soviet Union dissolving. They actually convinced their enemies that they no longer existed. I mean, it's the greatest strategy in the history of the world where then well, you can do anything. Well, C.S. Lewis, C.S. Lewis says, you know, what, what, what is the smartest thing the devil ever did is to convince people he doesn't exist. Well, the communist movement comes out of that, and they have convinced hundreds of millions of people that they no longer exist when they have never been stronger. That's right, and they're and they're now taking our young people and convincing them because they're ignorant of the twentieth century yeah, that yeah. communism is the path forward. It is the way to liberation and equality and equity and all their little buzzwords. So. Well, you got, you got millions of young American kids who think their country is corrupt. It was built by rich white slave owners who ripped off the planet. And the only way forward is a progressive socialist future. Put on a Che Guevara t-shirt, march for Black Lives Matter, support LGBTQ rights, all of it's communist. And this is the way forward for America. They have no understanding of history or the, 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 the amazing things the founding fathers did for this country. So we are on the verge of a communist revolution in America right now. Well, we're in it. The only question is, uh, the millions of people are waking up. Is it going to be enough to save us? It's, it's a race against time. The bad guys are getting worse and the good guys are waking up. It's coming to a head. So which way is it going to go? That's the question. Yeah. And you did a video recently talking about some of the groups just briefly go into like dsa and some of the some of the key groups that are so active and so influential in this country and there are groups a lot of people probably never even heard of unless you're paying attention yeah. to these things but talk, talk about that for a minute well if you if you look at uh black lives matter that's a front for a pro-chinese communist group called liberation road they used to be called the Freedom Road Socialist Organization. See, we've got about 20 major communist parties in America. And the analogy I use, if you look at the Christian church, it has a lot of different denominations, right? Orthodox, Catholic, um, Evangelical, Baptist, and they all sli have slightly different takes, okay? Well, communism has different denominations as well, and they all have slightly different ways of going about things. The Maoists, the people who support the ideas of Mao Zedong in China, they are Freedom Road Socialist Organization. They are Liberation Road. They work on race to destroy the country. So they are Black Lives Matter, the Freedom Road Socialist Organization. Um, it's split into two. They were both called Freedom Road Socialist Organization for a while. Now one's called Liberation Road. Liberation Road faction runs Black Lives Matter. The other group did all the rioting behind the George Floyd movement. Both of them worked for China. Then you've got the Communist Party USA, the old Communist Party USA that started in, in 1919. It got down to about 2,000 members uh, a few years ago. Now it's up probably 10,000 members. They're growing like crazy. They work for China as well. And then you have the Workers' World Party, which also supports Russia, China, North Korea, and Iran. The Party for Socialism and Liberation. 
You see them on the streets all the time. They have branches in virtually every city. Then you've got the Revolutionary Communist Party. Whenever you see an American flag being burnt, that's the Revolutionary Communist Party. That's their, they even, they even took the court to the, the case to the Supreme Court that, that made American flag burning legal. That was done by the Revolutionary Communist Party. Um, then you've got Democratic Socialists of America, which is the largest group. They're around 90,000 90, members. And they are heavily into the churches. They're heavily into academia. They control the labor union movement. They've got a whole bunch of congressmen who are members like Ocasio-Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, Danny Davis, um, Corey Bush, um, uh, um, Mr. Bowman, Jamal Bowman from New York. These, that, that is a communist group that is connected to former East German communists, Latin American communists, and they, they control the Bernie Sanders movement. Bernie Sanders is their puppet. So you've got a whole alphabet soup of communist parties operating in America. They are heavily infiltrating the Democratic Party. They control the labor unions. They're into many churches. They're into... Um, uh, they're very heavy in academia. They're writing education policy for your children. And one of the key things they're doing is they were very active in the Obama administration pushing, well, A, two things, Obamacare, that comes from Democratic Socialists of America. One of their top guys, Quentin Young, a Marxist, was Obama's personal physician, and he indoctrinated Obama into that. But the other thing is open borders. The communists see open borders as their way of bringing chaos and anarchy and revolution to America. So Obama's key immigration advisor, Alessandro Medina, was a DSA member. He's the big man on the illegal immigration front. Right now, Liberation Road are working with Mexican communists to keep the borders open. They honestly see open borders as the key to the American Revolution. And just by the way, AMLO, um, Obrador, uh, his real name's Obrador, the president of Mexico, is very much part of this. We have a communist president in Mexico now, and that's why he is doing nothing to stop the flow of, of hundreds of thousands of illegals into America. He's actively encouraging it because he is part of the communist revolutionary movement, and he is using open borders to bring this country to its knees. So, yes, there is, there is uh, these groups are active and influential. It's, it's like you know, people say there's only a few thousand of them. How, what can they do? Well, you know, you probably had 50 mafia running Las Vegas for years, a couple of few hundred mafia running New York for years. Well, communists use the same tactics. They use blackmail. They use intimidation, uh, vote fraud. They use all these covert behind-the-scenes things to gain control over institutions, then use those institutions to spread their cancer through the land. Yeah, no, and I, I know from a lot from your work and other people, a lot more people have begun to understand this threat. When I first made Agenda 12, yeah. year, 12 years ago, though, I remember going to conservative meetings where we'd have a showing and people would call me a liar. They'd say, there's no such thing as the Communist Party USA. I remember that happening actually at a conservative meeting. And I said, someone 
pull out a computer and they went to it and they were just shocked. There's a Communist Party USA. I mean, that's how naive we were 12 years ago, where conservatives were saying there's no such thing as a Communist Party USA. And I said, are you kidding? They're on every college campus in America. And here's their website. And they were just shocked. I mean, so that's how far we've come that, that now I think a lot more people. Well, well yeah. people will say the word now, you know, Trump, Trump made the word acceptable to his credit. And, and, and millions of Americans have woken up to the fact now we are in a communist revolution now. Yes. There's still a lot of conservatives are naive and they're shocked and, yeah, but every day I think as they see what's going on around us, they're well, starting. They, to, something's no, going. We got to connect those dots because they see Black Lives Matter, but they don't realize it's communist. They see the LGBTQ movement, but they don't know it's communist. They see Russia and China working together, but they don't realize Russia's still communist. People hearing that, all these different groups doing all these different things, explain to them why the FBI or any of those groups, they're not investigating any of these enemies, clear enemies from within. Well, explain that. Well, back in 1975, the Church Commission run by Frank Church, a senator from Idaho, was who was an extreme leftist. They held a commission that basically gutted the FBI and the CIA. And, and um, they say several hundred uh, communists, several hundred CIA agents around the world were exposed during that. Many of them were executed. But this basically told the CIA and the FBI, stop talking about communists. Don't investigate communists any longer. Because by that time, the communists had already heavily infiltrated the Democratic Party. And what was happening, when the FBI started to investigate communists, they always ended up tripping over Democrats because the Democratic Party was so heavily infiltrated, even by the 70s. That's why we lost the Vietnam War, because you had so many communists in your Congress working for, the, the, for, the, for a communist victory in Vietnam that America's troops were never allowed to fight that war effectively. They were always handicapped by traitors in their own government. And so uh, since that uh, church commission, the FBI and the CIA, well, and after the so-called collapse of communism in the 90s, the CIA and the FBI abandoned any research into communism. They, they just concentrated on organised crime on the Islamic radicals, all of which deserved attention. But the main enemy was ignored. And now that main enemy is, is striding across the world stage uh, getting ready to destroy this country and has rotted this country internally. So the last time the FBI went after communists in this country was in 2011, when the Freedom Road Socialist Organization was raided, no, 2010, was raided in Minneapolis and Chicago. And about 24 of them were, were arrested. Uh, tons of documents were confiscated because these people were, were working with Hamas, the Communist Party of the Philippines and communist revolutionaries in Latin America, all of which were on the terrorist list. You're supposed to go to jail for 20 years if you're helping people on the terrorist list. So they're all, in, but no indictments ever came through because this was the, uh, under the beginning days of the Obama administration, Obama's communist attorney general, Eric Holder, was in charge. 
And it started to find out that when they investigated these people, some of them had worked with Obama in Chicago. This is what I'm saying. When you investigate communists, you find Democrats. And that would have been extremely embarrassing um, when, when, when Obama was under pressure for his, entire, for his ties to the communist Bill Ayers to find out that 24 people arrested in these raids, some of them were actively involved with Obama when he was a community organiser. So those prosecutions went away. And they have not been, nothing's happened since. I, I doubt, you know, in the old days, the FBI had so many informants inside the Communist Party, they knew everything. The top, the top people who were, who were handling the money from the Soviet Union to the Communist Party, you would say, were both FBI agents. In Northern California, um, there were five members, of, there were five leaders of the Communist Party in Northern California. Three of them were FBI informants. The FBI had them. They had them under control. That's completely gone now. They, you know, Black Lives Matter is a communist organization. They were allowed to burn and loot America. I could have given the FBI a list of 50 top people to arrest and the whole thing would have stopped. And the FBI never went after any of them. All they did was arrest a few brick throwers and, you know, and, and radicals on the streets. Never went after any of the leaders because the FBI has now been so infiltrated by the left, it's actually working against conservatives for the communist movement, not the other way around. J. Edgar Hoover would be spinning in his grave if he could see the current state of the Federal Bureau of Investigation. Oh, I'm sure he would. No. And, and the other thing, all the police intelligence departments of the 70s, the police, the Chicago had the Red Squad, which used to investigate communists. New York had intelligence departments. They all had intelligence departments. All of them were abolished except for the New York one. So there's no local monitoring these people. The CIA has forgotten all about them, and the FBI doesn't dare go after them. So they have a free reign. Yeah, no, I think they've infiltrated all of those groups anyway where they're in control because they want information to know what to do. But also the you know Un-American Activities Committees in Congress that were the main source of us finding out what is going on in the 50s and 60s they, of course, as one of the communist goals was to abolish that committee, it then eventually was abolished. So then there's no, our government's not even investigating and researching what, what are these people doing? So well, that's, that's right. Well, the House on American Activities Committee was abolished by the chairman of the Senate of the House Judiciary Committee at the time, a man called John Conyers, who had a 50 year history with the Communist Party USA, who was a card carrying member of Democratic Socialists of America. This is what I say in our first movie, Enemies Within. There's about 100 members of the current U.S. House and 25 members of the U.S. Senate who are so enmeshed in the Communist Party and Democratic Socialists of America or, or supporters of North Korea, Cuba, Iran, Russia and China, they couldn't pass a, a, a they couldn't get a security clearance to drive a school bus in your county. But there are no security clearances in Congress or the Senate. None. There are none in the White House. Bill Clinton abolished them. There's nothing. So you can have the chairman. You can have the chairman of the um, Homeland Security Committee, Benny Thompson, who has a long communist history, 
who has worked extensively with the Cuban communists, who's now in control of Homeland Security, he can be a total communist and he will never be checked out. Wow. No, never. Just... Every major committee in Congress now is run by a Marxist or a, or a communist sympathizer. Education, health and human services, um, armed services committee, intelligence, every committee is run by a Marxist. Same in the U.S. Senate. Yeah. No, and that's and people listening. I mean, you, you have to let that sink in. That's why one Congress and the Senate—they never represent you because they've been infiltrated. And all the key yeah. leadership positions are are people that are enemies of our country. They hate this country, and that's why, as you look at things that don't make sense, that's why they don't make sense because yeah. they don't have the same agenda that you have to make America great again. They say, yeah. no, we've got to keep unwinding this thing till it finally collapses. Yeah. They are revolutionaries. Why do we have a nuclear deal with Iran? Why are our borders wide open? Why do we have Obamacare right pushed down our throats? Why are we no longer energy independent? Why are all why have we had these massive foreign policy disasters like Afghanistan? Because we have people in the government working for the other side. It's none of this is People say, oh, the Biden administration is so stupid. No, they're not. They're working for the other side. Biden has been working for the Russians and the Chinese and the Iranians since the 1970s. Yeah. You know, when, no, when Reagan was trying to push back communism in Latin America, Biden was one of his biggest enemies. Yeah. You know, but, but Biden's a moderate Democrat. Yeah. Biden's, Biden's an old-fashioned, blue-collar, working-class Democrat. He is a hardcore yeah. revolutionary, and That's he's it. not even in control. We know that, but Kamala Harris has a communist background. Most of Biden's cabinet has a communist background, but the people really pulling the strings in this country now are Barack Obama, Susan Rice, Valerie Jarrett, and Xi Jinping, the president of China. You know, Ratcliffe, Trump's intelligence advisor, said recently, he said last year, he said, the Communist Party of China has compromised so many American politicians, they can now determine which legislation goes through Congress and which doesn't. Now, that should chill every single American, whether you're Democrat, Republican, or independent, the fact that the Communist Chinese are determining what goes through your Congress should be a problem. Oh, absolutely. No, no, that's... That's one of my main things I try to communicate is we've got to stop saying these people are ignorant and start yeah. saying, no, these people are evil and they Absolutely. know exactly what they're doing. Their economic policies that will clearly destroy our economy or for that purpose. It's not like, oh, they don't get economics or they don't get education. Everyone knows how to give a child a good education. The reason yeah. they're not getting a good education is that's not the point of the school system. And so that's yet, right. in every area, it's like that. Yeah, look, look if, that, if this was just stupidity, um, when every area of America is deteriorating, if this was just stupidity, wouldn't they make a mistake in our favor once in a while? Yes. Wouldn't you think? Yep. <laughs> but it's consistent. Every area of this, our society, from foreign policy to education policy to border policy, is working to weaken this country. Every In every area, it's working to weaken it. And this is just pure stupidity, right? Yeah. Yeah, there are stupid politicians, but there are some absolutely maligned politicians as well. That's right. They're in the key positions to have the influence where the sheep will follow them, the ones that are ignorant, 
but they're they're strategically there. Okay, now Trevor, take that, and I want you to talk about your new movie, Enemies Within the Church, for a couple minutes, and um, explain to them how that is kind of one of the final battlefields to really dissolve America is to eliminate the church, which has been the main opponent of communism because of its abuse of human beings, which are made in the image of God. So talk about that for a minute. Well, we've heard, a lot of us have heard this, the phrase, the woke church, wokeism, woke church. What does that mean? That means you're awake to issues of class, class and gender and race. You're awake to the injustices. You're awake to the inequalities you're 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 awoke and so but if you go back to the chinese communist revolution they had consciousness raising sessions they get you in a big group and then indoctrinate you you're a class traitor you are not working for the working class they tried to raise your consciousness of issues of class issues of inequality we used to call that brainwashing they called it consciousness raising. That is what the woke church is. It is Marxist indoctrination on issues of race, class, and gender. So you've got to accept the LGBTQ agenda. You have to accept Black Lives Matter. You have to work for social justice, you know, wealth redistribution, all of it socialist. So our movie enemies with, but see, millions of Americans. American people go to these churches and they think what they're learning is genuine Christianity because they've never seen anything different. So they're being indoctrinated in pure Marxism, thinking it's Christianity. That is a pretty cool trick by the devil to pull that one off. So, so what we trace in our movie Enemies Within the Church is the long time plan by the communist movement started in the 1920s to infiltrate the American churches and they, they put Communist Party members into the mainstream churches. They put Communist Party members into the Catholic priesthood. And they turned those churches to the left. But a lot of people left those churches and went into the evangelical movement or into the Baptists. And so you look at it from a communist point of view. We control Hollywood. We control the unions. We control the education system. We control the mainstream in the mainstream media we control this we control it the only thing we don't control are these crazy evangelicals and the baptists they are the crazy people who voted for ronald reagan they're the crazy people who elected donald trump they set our agenda back 20 years we better do something about this so we point to to to, to the done by groups like the gospel coalition and others a uh, decision was made about 15 years ago to start bringing Marxism into the evangelical churches, to bring Marxism into the Baptist churches. And through people like Russell Moore, and even with, through the complicity of Al Mohler, you have pure Marxism being taught in the churches now. Or the legitimate organizations like Campus Crusade for Christ, which was once a, now called Crew, which was once a very dynamic campus Christian organization, now completely Marxist. Same with InterVarsity. The, the Marxists have taken over a lot of the evangelical, um, you know, seminaries, Bible colleges. So that, like, we see what happened when they took over the universities and how they're turning out young, 
socialists who don't even know they're socialists, well, now they're turning out young pastors who don't even know they're socialists. Now, the young pastors who would have come out of Bible college, fired up for Ronald Reagan, supporting Israel, loving America, supporting free enterprise, and now coming out of Bible college, supporting Palestine, loving Bernie Sanders, and hating America, yeah. pushing all this critical race theory, the social justice. So this movie, I think, is the most shocking thing ever done on American Christianity, and, and as well as worldwide Christianity. But the goal is to show people how the corruption's in there so they can determine which is genuine Christianity and which is fake Christianity so they can start to take their churches back, they can start to take their faith back. Yeah. And and that's what we did it for, and it's getting them. It's causing waves all over the country right now, and it's selling very, very well. We're doing big showings everywhere, and we think it'll be the most... People come out of the movie either stunned or crying or pumping the air, you know, because it, it, it shows it's very sad in some ways. It's very uplifting in others. And it's a crime story. It's a, it's, a, it's a story of criminals getting into the church to corrupt, pervert, and change the direction of the church. So it's a must it's a must see for every American Christian. Everybody who loves freedom should see this movie. Because if we lose the church, we lose America. That's absolutely right. The church is the foundation of the truth. The pillar and ground of the church the truth is what the Bible says. No, so where's the best spot for them to go get multiple copies of that to share in their circle of influence? Yeah, just go to enemieswithinthechurch.com. Enemieswithinthechurch.com. You can live stream it or you can buy hard copies of the DVD. People are buying 100 at a time, 120 at a time. But start out with one, start out with a couple. Like like when you put out the agenda movies, Curtis, I know you were getting people that see it and they'd get 100 copies yep. and, and they'd put it out there. I know millions of people saw that movie. I think it had a major impact on the 2020, 2010 uh, presidential election, uh, congressional elections. I know it's had massive impact in, in countries like Brazil, you know, that, that really brought, um, you know, took the communists out of power in Brazil. So we're hoping this movie will follow on the tradition of, of Agenda 1 and Agenda 2 and show American Christians that the institutions they look up to and rely on have been deeply penetrated and they better move very fast to take back their churches because they're losing their kids. You send your kids to a Bible college or a seminary now, they're going to come back woke. And they're going to tell you at Thanksgiving how stupid and old-fashioned you are and to get with the new program. That's right. No, that's – so this is key, people, to get multiple copies, watch multiple times so you get the content down to share with others, and then yeah. have copies to loan out, to share out to people at yeah. church. And as you wake up a group in your community or in your church, then if your church is off the deep end, it's, you have to go. You, you cannot stay yeah, there yeah. and support someone that is using his position to, to, to try to defeat our country as opposed to do the things God has called a pastor there to do, lead, the, lead and feed the sheep. So, oh. yeah. Well, that's right. A, a pastor is supposed to be a community leader. The pastor has, is like a shepherd, and the shepherd has a crook. You know, a big stick with a, with a thing, and a crook is supposed to keep your flock in line and beat away the wolves. 
and and most pastors in America now, sadly, don't do either. They are either entertainment centres, or they just tell you about their holidays and and with very little depth. More, most churches now are social clubs, unfortunately. Yeah, and so be- this movie lays it out very very clearly what the difference is between fake Christianity and real Christianity. And I think it's going to be shocking and eye-opening to millions of Christians who are wondering why their church isn't quite like it used to be when they grew up. That's right. No, that's great. Well, no, that's we'll we'll, we'll have the links below also where you can go and, and get the copies of that, everybody. So, so the last thing to kind of end on a positive note, because there's something I'm excited about, and I'm sure most people watching this. It's the Freedom Convoy in Canada. I want you to just talk yeah, about yeah. that for a minute. To me, it was it's one of the most gr- the greatest things I've seen in my lifetime of a people, especially Canadians. I thought they'd all given up and gone to sleep and said it's over. And the fact that they are waking up the way they are waking up with a passion and love for freedom, for their country, for the truth, and they're willing to stand. Um, is just like, oh my goodness, this is so wonderful. I'm praying that it will come to America and Americans will follow suit. But talk about that just for a minute. Yeah, I, I think we get some of these seminal events every now and then where people are pushed so far that they wake up and show their true power. We, we've got to remember, we are the majority. We, we are the people who love our countries, love our families, believe in our values, and are willing to fight and support them. But we are so have been so divided and so complacent for so long. Well, now the tyranny's in our face. The tyranny is right there. People in Canada, people in the United States, have finally woken up to the fact that we could lose our countries forever. And so they're starting to do stuff. So the Canadian, as you say, Canada's not known for its rebellious spirit, you know, and 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 the fact that those Canadians have stood up in massive numbers. You saw the convoys going through those snowy roads and you saw people out there with Canadian flags everywhere they went, standing on the side of the road, cheering them on. Justin Trudeau had to flee the capital. He was that terrified. There was no violence, there was no threat of violence, but he saw that the people were not buying his garbage any longer and he was terrified. And the Canadian, the communists and the Canadian government are very worried. So I read the American, I read the communist press, and they are horrified by this. They hate this. This is, they are denigrating it every possible way they can because what the, the truckers did in Canada and are doing is inspiring millions of people around the world. Now things are starting to happen in New Zealand. We've already seen some good things happening in Australia and in Europe. And we're seeing in America, it's a little bit different. I'm going all around America and I'm seeing millions of people flocking to new groups, starting new organizations. Um, It's like the Tea Party all over again, but with a much younger demographic. And we're not hearing about it because the mainstream media doesn't want to give it any oxygen. But this, I see it because I'm traveling all over the country. Moms for Liberty, people are joining the grassroots of, you know, Republican assemblies groups and Tea Party groups and starting new patriot groups everywhere. Several have started in just my area of Florida alone in the last year. So we're, we're seeing a real upsurge. And this is also in the churches. People are 
are sick of the lack of leadership coming from the churches, so they're starting to lead themselves. If the pastors won't do it, the people in the pews are doing it. So I'm very encouraged. You know, the bad guys are getting worse, the bad guys are getting desperate, and the good guys are rising up, the good people are rising up. So it's a very interesting situation. Yeah, no, I love it. And I just, courage is contagious. And, and they know, the left knows that more than anything because they yeah. have done this in the reverse, trying to stir up the crowds to feel passionate about something and to move forward. Well, when you have the side of righteousness and truth and freedom on your side, then it sustains itself because it's it's what's right. And you don't have to yeah. keep feeding the flames of it. And as this goes, I think this could start rippling through the world like you were saying and have a huge impact for this generation and i'm so, i'm just so thankful for that <laughs> we need to yeah. be praying for those truckers praying for the people that they'll have courage they will just be resilient to the attacks and the abuse verbally that they're getting and god will just use this to just start answering our prayers as it ripples through america and everything but no it's, I, it's I think you know, i think when the history is written that that truckers rally will be regarded as one of the turning points. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. Well, Trevor, I appreciate you coming on so much. We'll keep pushing the film. We're so thankful for what you're doing. And I know you got another interview coming up in a minute, but thanks for joining us today. Well, it's a real pleasure. Best, best to the family and uh, we'll catch up soon. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Trevor. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Just a lot of great information on what has happened and what's going on right now, please consider going and getting that movie, Enemies Within the Church, um, because if we can wake up the church and those that are truly saved to realize they need to be in churches that are preaching, speaking, and, and following the truth, um, that could have a huge impact on our country. But anyway, our verse for this week is the last in our section in Proverbs chapter 3. We've been memorizing Proverbs chapter 3, verses 13 through 18. And this week is the last verse, which is Proverbs 3.18. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. So if you've memorized all those, here's the whole section, 13 through 18 of Proverbs 3. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. The world's always looking for happiness in all the wrong places. The Bible says, happy is the man that findeth wisdom and the man that getteth understanding. Um, seek to be wise, ask God for wisdom. He promises in James, the book of James, to give us wisdom if we ask for it. But I appreciate you. Keep standing for the truth. Keep praying for those that are standing for the truth and the persecuted church all over the world. And we need to be carrying their burdens and praying for them as earnestly as we would want them praying for us if we were suffering. And then we just need to have our chin up and shine our light and be the salt right where God has placed us. Thank you so much for being a part of what we do. And until next week, God bless you.